0: Heavily you yeah, I'm a clown. Huh. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Bitcoin Echo Chamber, the community where we talk about Bitcoin and pretty much only Bitcoin, cut out all the noise, and give you the information you guys need. This is episode 18, and this is an interview that I did with the brains behind the Noddle node. Uh, This is a really great episode. You guys are going to love it. I got really into the meat and potatoes of Noddle as much as I possibly could and asked them many tough questions about their business model and why they've gone with the design decisions that they have. There might not be an episode next week. I'm going to do my best to try to get one out, but there's a good chance that I won't release an episode next week, but I'll be back on a normal upload schedule after that. All right, let's get to it. My interview with Noddle. This episode of the Bitcoin Echo Chamber podcast is sponsored by WTFHappenedIn1971.com. The economics meme taking the world by storm where all of us are trying to find out the answer to what the heck happened in 1971. WTF 1971 also has a merch store now. You can find it at wtf-1971.creator-spring.com. I'll post a link to that down in the show notes if you want to check it out. Thanks for the support. Askeweto and Quito,
1: how are you guys doing? No.
2: I'm great. Thanks for having us.
1: Hey, hello. Great to be here.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you guys here. Now, uh, for my listeners that might not know, Escueto and Quito here, they are the brains behind the operation of the Noddle uh, hardware node, I guess you could call it. And they've been hard at work. The- these guys have been pumping out updates left and right and changing the world of Bitcoin as we know it. Um I brought them on the show today because I really want to get some insight into the product development that's really changing the way we look at Bitcoin sovereignty and privacy. So I thought we could start off this conversation with uh, looking at your guys' product design. Now, when I see Noddle nowadays, I feel like it it really captures the Bitcoin ethos. You know, it's all about privacy and, and open source and uh verification, you know, not, not the trust side of things. And, and that contrasts really well with, with some of the other options out there. Can you guys, uh, maybe we'll, we'll start with you, Escoetto. Tell us a little bit about how you guys sort of came up with the product design itself.
2: Well, yeah, maybe Keto Miner w- w- would be better to answer that, but, um, it really came from like bad experiences he had with some older designs that he was trying to come up with just for himself to play with until he finally stumbled upon something that worked, and, and really, I think the part that was interesting for us was to say, we think there's a way of making something that you could actually sell because it's consumer grade, um, which wasn't you know, necessarily possible with what he was testing before, but I think the, the, he has to give a history because he, he's been through a lot of pains with that.
1: Kido, yeah, uh, so so the, the original design for the node was actually a Raspberry Pi Zero W glued on top of an SSD in an external hard drive case. And uh, that worked in 2017. It took eight days to do the initial block download, And uh, one year later, the device just died and I was looking to revive it. And uh, basically all the parts were, were dead. And I started uh, iterating on many different boards and storages to, to find the best device I could do with uh, initial block download below I- initial block download below one week, and uh, finally this Rock 64 and SSD combination was uh, pretty good because it was uh, just under two days uh, for initial block download, and uh, that's how the, the whole project started. And it wasn't meant to be a commercial product until HCBP18, when we met uh, Max and Matt Bitcoins and uh, and the guys from WCN. and they were really happy to show our not yet product to the world, and uh, that's how we decided we should give it a go and uh, and just try to pre-sell the first batch of 21 devices and see how it goes. And also LND, and I mean Lightning and BTC Pay Server came across uh, during that time, and it really added a great value to the device because, to be honest, uh, just running a full Bitcoin node without anything else is not so exciting as having a Lightning node and a payment server.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I'm really excited about all the, the wallet integration that we're starting to see, too. I think that that's a huge step in the right direction for Bitcoin. Uh, but you mentioned Max and WCN, so I want to give a shout out to those guys. I love Max. He, I've had him on the show. And I'm actually supposed to ask you, Kido, um, why you don't doesn't do more better coding. <laughs> that's from Max himself, actually.
1: That's because I'm being interrupted by Max all the time asking questions about using his novel.
0: So it's all your fault max so i i I love the fact that noutil sort of was birthed out of this desire that you had to build a better solution for yourself you know here you had this problem you know you say all right well i'm a bitcoiner you know i want to protect my sovereignty i want to run a full node um i want to be able to verify my transactions and you didn't really have a good way to do it at least that's what i'm gathering from what you're saying you know you, you had options you had some some ways to go about it but they weren't ideal and and building a consumer product wasn't even in your mind at first which kind of seems like that's how a lot of times the best ideas come about am i wrong there
1: yeah you know i'm a baby bitcoiner compared to some other guys in the space i'm like two and a half years really committed to bitcoin and uh, i i built something to learn and uh, and to use myself and uh, and more and more i understand the the importance of being able to verify your transactions and do everything you want to do without being connected to any external network and that's how we are uh, integrating now some block explorer on the nodal so you can just run all your bitcoin services locally and not be dependent on any external service absolutely
0: yeah that's so important um, and ask you where, where do you fit into this picture you know I mean, we got keto over here tinkering with, the hardware on his own. And where did you come in?
2: So he's really the, uh, harder guy and, you know, the technical guy. I'm, um, the crash test dummy, I guess sometimes. Um, if it's dumb enough for me, it's dumb enough for everybody. Um, so if I can do it, everybody can. And that's part of the test. You have to be able to dumb it down for everybody. Um, no, basically what we what happened is like we met um, at this Bitcoiners bar in Paris where once a month all the Bitcoiners go. And um, we started hanging out really for a couple of years and having drinks. And um, we almost started something together before something different. And we just felt like we wanted to work together. And, um, you know, and eventually we, we, we decided to run this as a commercial, you know, Product, um, but not as a not as a company because right now we're not a company um, or uncorporated, and um, you know we 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 felt there's a level of trust needed to to do these kind of things, uh,
0: not on your own. So um, we felt that we were both comfortable doing it together. That makes sense. So when you heard about this idea, was it immediately something that resonated with you? What is the idea of like a plug and play node, something that you had thought about before? It didn't come about like that. I mean, I remember the first like prototype
2: he, he, he made, um, you know, it was one of those nights we were at, we're at the bar and we saw it and it, it, you know, dates back to probably a year and a half or a couple years, maybe now. And, um, was blinking and lots of different boxes on top of each other, you know, and, um, it looked like a test, like a game or something. And, um, and he came back with, with different things and it never crossed, I don't think anybody's mind that, you know, that will become something. And, um, like you said earlier, if you're trial and and error, sometimes that's when the other good ideas pop, you know, and, and definitely reinforcement from like, positive reinforcement from other people saying, hey, guys, this is good, you know. Um, so a lot of it is is luck and timing sometimes because, I mean, we're excited about the Bitcoin part, probably much more than the Lightning part. But without that, as he said, I don't think anything's happening. You know, a lot of people, a lot of customers are interested in the Lightning part, um, which is maybe more exciting, newer, you know, they want to test it and might necessitate more more knowledge to get into having a node than setting up LND etc but i mean we're in it for the bitcoin part
0: yeah that that makes a really good point you know i think lightning presents an interesting opportunity for people whereas before running a full node might not have seemed that sexy or interesting uh, and now you have this lightning piece that promises all of these really cool new features on top of bitcoin but you know, the, the third party, um, uh, holding there, it, it doesn't, that piece doesn't really work. You know, you kind of have to run your phone, your full node to be able to use lightning. Um, has that presented? Yeah. It, it's,
2: it's a really like positive externality for us that like Lightning's still quirky to me. Uh, but it makes people want a note and uh, we kind of want people to run notes, you know, just because it makes more sense for Bitcoin, but, um, that's also what we're selling, you know, so it all works around pretty well together, but, um, we're benefiting from that, the whole lightning thing for sure. Hmm. Do the same thing two years ago. It's not the same story at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see that. I mean, I know for me, you know, I know I'd always wanted to run a node. Uh, it was kind of one of those things on my to-do list and I had a laptop that I was working on trying to get running properly to, to run this node on. And then the hardware solutions started just popping up, and I was like, well, shoot, that's a no brainer. I'll just go with that. Um, and, and Kito, uh, you mentioned that you had run into some initial problems trying to do the IBD with a uh, hard drive, uh, and your solution ended up being an SSD. Now, I think that that's awesome, and that's one thing that puts Noddle ahead of its competitors, I think, um, because it seems like everything's moving towards SSD these days
1: yeah so one big pro issue of the ssds is that they have limited lifetime and uh, before i've decided to release a product based on ssd i first checked how long it can live off an ssd and unless you buy some data center grade ssd which costs like two thousand dollars for 300 gigabytes uh, you you basically have something which uh, which will last for five to ten years in a in a Bitcoin full node so that's the expected life expected lifetime of another node right now and uh um yeah the wa- one problem was to make the the drive easily replaceable for something bigger and something <coughs> sorry something new in case uh, it it wears out hmm. and so yeah it's it's much faster but it's much less durable than a hard drive
0: I actually didn't know that. That's interesting. And, you know, it also kind of, I know you guys offer the, the 500 gig uh, SSD, which which also kind of. Not anymore. No?
2: No. I mean, we have a few left, but we're discontinuing it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because that was kind of my next question is like, you know, what becomes obsolete first, the actual drive itself or the storage space, you know, with. Uh, well,
2: yeah. I mean, actually the 500 gig The only reason we're stopping it right now is it doesn't make sense from a financial perspective for us from like a supplier's point of view Hmm. so that's the only reason um because it's more than enough right now um you've got quite a a lot of time before you know anything happens unless you add really cumbersome applications on top of it but like that's what we personally run ours are 500 gigs Hmm. and you know it's fine Yeah, but
1: basically the 500 gigs is almost the price of one terabyte right now because uh, of stock shortage. So Hmm.
0: yeah, I think that the current uh,
1: uh, blockchain's what like two two twenty maybe. Yeah, two twenty to thirty. If you activate the TX index, which is something you definitely want to do if you want to run some block explorer or some other software, it's two hundred fifty. And uh, on top of that, if you run something like Electron X, you, know, you will end up having like 280 to 290 occupied.
0: Do you guys think that we'll see the Bitcoin blockchain grow uh, at the same pace over the next decade as it did the first decade? Obviously, we have SegWit you know, and batching and more efficient u- utilization of the blockchain now. But at the same time, you know, Bitcoin is a lot bigger. There's a lot more people using it and it's really starting to, to come into
1: its own. Uh, It's it's definitely growing faster. If you look at the IBD, the last 5% are probably longer than the previous 20% because there are much more transactions packed in them, and uh, SegWit actually doesn't help because uh, you have more transactions to verify in the same size. Um, But yeah, from a purely space point of view, the blocks are pretty much packed uh, fully packed now so unless someone crazy decides to double the block size it shouldn't grow faster than it is now Hmm.
0: and all right so you know i have a confession to make to you guys uh i have a casa and that isn't i didn't make that as like a conscious choice i actually got the casa when it first came out and the noddle was right behind it and if i had already known about the casa uh probably Or if I had already known about the Nautil, I probably would have gotten that instead. Uh, But I had already gotten my Casa before Nautil had been released. Now, let's talk a little bit about um, different in design philosophies here. Because the Casa, while it's very user-friendly, it it doesn't offer the same... I guess I would call it the the Bitcoin ethos that it seems like Nautil is going for. Can you guys talk about some of the subtle differences there?
1: So the 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 casa is a very interesting device. First of all, it's part of your two in three signature device. So we we can't compete with that at least yet because we don't have multi-sig and we don't have a partner for doing that. Uh, it's it's a different type of uh, animal because it comes preloaded with the blockchain, which is something we refuse to do. Yeah. It comes preloaded with all the software, which is something we we are trying to avoid. Uh, actually, when you get the node delivered, it's totally empty except of our UI. Uh, it doesn't have Bitcoin, D, LND, and uh, the blockchain preloaded, so you have to install all the things in one click uh, by yourself through the interface. Mm. I think the Casa is a much smoother experience for a beginner, and they also have this Casa app, which is like fully integrated with the node and. Uh, and makes things really seamless. We rely on third-party apps like Zap and Duo to to deliver the same experience.
0: Yeah, and well, trying to disregard the obvious bias here, you know, because you guys have a financial interest in in Noddle's success. Do you think that there's room in this market for for both models, or would you rather see more focus uh, towards the open architecture, you know, no precinct nodes, that type of thing?
2: Well, yeah, we definitely would like that better, but I think there's room for, there's room for it because I mean, everything popped up at the same time. And I think that's in a way reassuring for us, you know, if you're the only one with your product out there, it's probably, you've got the wrong product or the wrong market or the wrong timing or something. Um, There's a reason why there's those options today. Um, I think what's interesting is how different they are in their approach because they're all trying to do the same thing, but with various different ideas uh, from the get-go. It's designed before the features, really. That makes the biggest difference. And um, hopefully we're right in thinking that there's more people who need or want a node than we actually think today. Hmm. So we think there's a bigger market, much bigger, than what there is today, Um who gets the best recipe or who gets the most success, even if it's not the best recipe is another question though. Hmm. You know, you need a good product. You need, you know, luck, money, whatever. You need a lot of stuff to make it work. Uh, we think our product is great. Um, but we're biased obviously. Um, but, um, it's still early, but, uh, it might be the right time to get into this type of business.
0: I, I think you might be right. I think that there's a really large focus on, uh, the unimportant parts of crypto Uh, and i hate to use i use that word loosely um people talking about decentralized applications and and this is the next app store and and this and that but it seems to me like the real demand is going to be probably from the hardware side people that want to have uh, be able to run their own lightning nodes you know for their small business or for their kids piggy bank or their you know whatever it might be uh I think you guys are yeah. on the right side of history here.
2: I think like when you look at the hardware devices, when you got like hardware wallets a few years back, it was great. It was a great first step, you know, for anybody getting into it, you know, security, your keys, etc. And I tried one of my ledgers. I hadn't tried it in months. And it's scary when you use it. Cause basically you're using them all the time mm-hmm. and you're like, wait a second, I don't want to use that at all. Like, this is not what you want. And what started out as something that I thought was great ends up being something I don't want at all. And it means some way along the line they they just got something wrong, like in my opinion or whatever. But um, that's what we don't want to do. We want to make sure that we give tools to people so that their money is their money and they do whatever they want with it. So... Maybe now's the next step for someone to come up with, like, full solutions for people to mind their own business and do business.
0: Yeah, that uh, that feeling that you mentioned, you know, getting when you use the ledger, that feeling that something about this isn't right. This just doesn't feel like Bitcoin. That's the same feeling that I kind of get with my Casa. You know, you get it in the mail. It's really cool. It's really sleek. Uh, it's got all these nifty bells and whistles, but it's like, oh, this thing already has the blockchain on it. Well, that's, that seems a little weird. And Kido, you touched on that. Um, what what are some of the issues that you guys have with that, and why does the noddle not come pre-synced?
1: Well, first of all, just because we can, and it's nice to, to be able to do that. And also, I personally believe that it breaks the chain of Wait, trust. Wait,
2: it's not because we can. It's we chose to design... Well, you chose to design it this way because you wanted it not to be pre-synced. It's not... It was designed this way, and now we can precinct it. We cannot precinct it, sorry. It's like, yeah, we I want mean, people it, to it, do it themselves.
1: It, it was a design goal from the beginning, but uh, it, it also became something nice to have. And I, I really think that if you come precinct, who tells you that the chain that you get is the real thing and not something that was reorged to to your winning? Uh, I... I we, we had some pretty long arguments on Twitter about that, and some people disagree with that, but I still believe that the only way to be sure that you get the chain that you want to get is to run your own software and to download it from scratch.
0: Yeah, I think that that's a very admirable uh, course to take. I, I think that you guys are going in the right direction. That's exactly what we need, um, especially for those of us who you know don't want... Uh, some company's version of the blockchain you know i want the bitcoin blockchain and i don't want to have to trust that someone else did it for me the right way
2: yeah but you, you have to make it somehow a little easier than it would be if you asked someone to do it by themselves um, so you have to give them a little help without doing it for them in a way um, and you know that's how it's designed for the moment um uh you- you know, it, it's it's hard to figure out exactly where you have to put the cursor, but um, hopefully people can check that what they're doing with ours um, is right.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I want um, to interject with the fact that, you know, while we're talking about the fact that, yeah, the noddle doesn't come precinct, um, you guys have, have done a tremendous job at making it easy to use. I mean, out of the box, you know, I have it written down here. You guys are uh, compatible with Armbian. Uh, the Not is, has its own adi- uh, admin panel. You got LND, BTC Core, Ride the Lightning, uh, NBE Explorer, BTC Pay Server. Uh, all those things are pretty much, I-, I believe most of them are one-click installs, right?
1: Yeah, totally. The goal is to have anything anything you can get running on the Noddle is one-click install. You basically just click install service and then start service. Uh, and we also want to provide users alternatives. Uh, we don't want users to be locked with LND or C-Lightning. We want users to have both, so C-Lightning is coming soon. Uh, we don't want users to have one Block Explorer. We don't have users to have one uh, Bitcoin D implementation. Why not to, to have uh, Bitcoin nodes tomorrow or a FIB protocol, which we anyway need to support the Bloxium Satellite, which is coming also in a few weeks uh so yeah i mean the the goal is maybe not to be the most uh nicely looking ui node on the market but to be the most comprehensive node on the market and and to leave users free to choose whatever they want to run to on it
0: that makes a lot of sense and and i know you guys have the little noddle sticker and below the little uh bowl it says personal bitcoin assistant and i feel like that does a really good job kind of capturing the essence of what this device does. You know, you, you make it your own assistant, you make it what you want it to be. Whatever services you want on that node, you just you put them on there and there they are.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the real thing at, at first was like, you know what, you have all those boxes at home for like TV, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody has those and like everybody has a Alexa and all those boxes, I mean, I'm not sure we do, but you end up having those smart devices in your home, listening to you all the time, and you're not protected in your, your own house, you know? And you want the sovereignty at the same time. And we're like, we're gonna put everything in the box that listens to the outside and just works for you and protects you in a way kind of thing. So like your financial sovereignty is your box and it's safe, you know? And we want everybody to have a box eventually in their house, get rid of all the other crap, and have something useful something that you know makes sense and i mean that was kind of the vision at first which was really focused on on like personal sovereignty and you know things going as fast as they are going right now um i think there's more than just the personal bitcoin assistant there, there's probably the business assistant too because um, we really have a lot on our plates um for like merchants so yeah. that's going to be the next step kind of thing
0: yeah you know if what guys like alex bosworth say about lightning are true you know we could see a day when honey the cable box broke again turns into honey the noddle box broke again i can't watch my favorite show you know because i can't stream data off the lightning network and i can't pay for it uh, we could see a world you know where, where something the maybe the next permutation of the nautil box becomes your home entertainment center
2: yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you could add, I think, that would eventually maybe make sense. I don't know. But people will use it if it's easy, intuitive, and it makes sense. And there's still a lot of things to, in a way, mask, etc. But they have to be sure that what's on it is trustworthy. That they can check it if they want. And it has to just fit into their everyday life. It has to make sense from a like daily perspective kind of thing. So you need people yeah. to use Bitcoin every day, to use Lightning every day.
1: Uh, at some point, I started looking into running some software on the Nodo to control your lights and uh, and electric plugs and and all that stuff for home automation. It's clearly not a priority right now, but it's something totally doable. and. Uh, Tomorrow we could become your offline center of controlling your Hue, Philips lights, and uh, and other electric stuff, without calling an API on the internet uh, every time you you press on a button <laughs> at home. Hmm.
0: And. You know, I know you guys have a lot of, uh, you have all these services that are sort of pre configured to work with the Nautil, and obviously you think all of them are at least useful, if not important, otherwise you wouldn't have them included. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people wonder these days as our as options as the usability of bitcoin grows and you know we have all these tools you know what does the the personal bitcoin assistant look like the ideal bitcoin assistant you know what what software services do i have installed and what am i using them for and why should i care
1: i i think the main point is what you expect them not to do which is uh, calling some external apis and services every time you do something for example, we spent a long time embedding any block explorer on the Nodo, and uh, currently we are pretty happy what, with what uh, RPC BTC Explorer is doing because in the configuration file there is an option to disable any external calls to any external services. Hmm. And this is really important. Nodo is here to protect your privacy and your financial life. Uh, your bank doesn't need to know what you're doing. Your ISP is not, it doesn't have to know what you're doing with your money. And we don't have to know what you're doing with your money. And that is really the core of the product. Hmm.
2: Yeah, but it, in the end, it has to be seamless kind of thing. And uh, like both are not like we use the Zap wallet. And um, right now we use it with zero tier. And so the Zap mobile wallet even if we're outside of our homes is connected to the noddle and like we were at the bar and i paid the tab and then he paid me from zap to zap his to mine both using our noddles um and it was seamless just because it all works you get it out you use the app send your payments and all the connection exists and is set up properly and it's just easy so anybody who reaches that level of you know, integration, and it's not that difficult now with the Noddle, um, and I think the zero-tier papers that you, you put it out yesterday on, on Medium or something, but um, once it's seamless for people, they'll start using it every day. And then it'll make sense.
1: Yeah, and it's end-to-end VPN from your phone to the Noddle, and then it's Tor from the Noddle to the, to the internet. So basically, you, you just don't exist for the system.
0: It's, it's awesome. It You know, I, I when remember... When Tor works at the bar, it means it works. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember the first time I really got Lightning working and made my first Lightning transaction and it was just like, whoa, this is Bitcoin.
2: That's crazy,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's kind of magic. I just, recent days I made like the max possible size of transaction of Lightning because it's capped uh, for people to not be too reckless. And uh, it, it's magic. You exchange like four million satoshis in a second with a stranger, and uh, it just works. Hmm.
0: Now I I wonder how closely you know. All right, so you look at Casa, right? And and Casa did a really good job building the browser plugin. Uh, they brought the guy that, that developed developed Jewel onto their team, and and they made this really really usable uh, browser extension that lets you use your lightning node you know from any anywhere anytime you're browsing the internet are you guys working with any of the developers on the products that you have uh, included in the noddle to make it more seamless more usable within your product
1: so we 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 have a long-term collaboration with the guys from ride the lightning which is our like main uh web-based lightning wallet on the node and also gives you full access to the lnd apis Uh, we are very close with jack from zap Uh, this is a really great partner for us and it's one of the enabling software which makes the node what it is today and makes it really really nice to use for the the users Uh, Will from Drew is also part of our Telegram channel, and uh, we talked a lot before embedding the easy setup uh, for Drew in the in the node So, yeah, we we try to keep as much people from the community as possible close to us, and uh, really, uh, in addition to the Nodle product itself, you have the Nodle Telegram group, which is like a uh, this hive of makers. It's like 300 people probably right now and uh, 50 of them are just are just makers it's uh you have richard from Gotenna, you have uh, the guys from samurai Wallet, you have like all the important core bitcoiners uh, <laughs> it's it's a crazy place
0: that sounds like a group of a bunch of smart people <laughs> and uh yeah I I, shout out to Jack Mallers Uh, zap is is by far the best lightning wallet out there.
1: So yeah, and don't don't underestimate it as a non chain wallet actually because that's probably one of the main wallets I'm using right now.
0: Interesting. Um, So what are some products that you guys haven't included in the noddle yet or haven't made, you know, totally functional with the noddle yet that you'd like to see in the future?
1: So, blockchain satellite is something we are really excited to, to, to have embedded in, in the Nodo. The only reason we don't have it yet is because uh, I live in the city, ask you, Weto is living on slightly away from the city, but uh, not so close for me to go there and uh, set up the satellite dish and, <laughs> and test the things. So it's like a hardware-slash-time problem. Uh, but it's totally doable. Master, Mr. Grobbles have, has the uh, blockchain Satellite Receiver running on the same board we are using for the Nodo, so it's definitely possible, and it's just a matter of time before we have uh, we, ca- we can try it out and embed it. Um, we have the Samurai Coin Mixer coming to the Nodo as well, the Whirlpool Mixer, so basically how that will work is you will have the Whirlpool Mixer Running always on on your node, and when you need to manage it, you just connect from your somewhere wallet on your phone or the Weirpool uh, GUI on your computer. Um, the block explorer is coming soon, along with Electromax. Uh, first, we went with EPS Electron Electron Personal Server, but uh, the user experience is not so great because you have to put your X Y Z pub keys inside and. Uh, Rescan the blockchain every time you update your keys, and uh, and the the performance of the product is not so great overall. So we we are switching to Electrum X. Uh, The big difference is uh, it takes almost two weeks to initial sync Electrum X, but it indexes the whole blockchain, all the transactions, and after that you can just use your Electrum Electrum client with your node mm. uh, for uh, for reading any any transaction. And it enables uh, block explorers to be fully functional as well. And uh, on that side, uh, we are still planning to embed Explorer for Blockstream, but uh, currently, the most uh, probable candidate for the first block explorer on the will is the RPC, LN, RPC BTC Explorer. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think this is the, the most uh, important product coming on the Nordic.
2: Mm, On the Noddle box, because I think you're forgetting other stuff, maybe.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's the Noddle box, but uh, we also have uh, the Noddle rack, which is like the data center product uh, with uh, full redundancy, uh, CPU storage, uh, network, uh, power supply. So basically, if you're running some more serious business and need some 24-7 always-on device, resilient to any crash of any part you you would go with the null rack and also if you're running some online business and you need some some um, some data center product to process thousands or millions of transactions per day uh, we have something bigger coming as well uh, it i mean it's custom built products for for every need but uh, it's something we can do right now and we are running it ourselves for our store online so it, i mean it just works um and also we have another cloud which is like a paper month uh, rental based uh, lnd and btc pay server um that can be used for example if you want to run an online business and uh, you don't want your dedicated physical server you also don't want to have a Nodal because it's—I uh, mean—it's your five hundred dollars to to spend. So maybe you don't want that, and uh, you just want something for five to ten dollars per month, and you want your dedicated L&D to process Lightning payments. So this is the the thing to go with.
0: Well, uh, lots of interesting threads I could pull on there, but the one that really stood out to me was the Nodal Rock. Um, it sounds like you guys are ahead of the power curve here. I mean, do you do you have institutions coming to you saying, hey, we need a product help? Or is this like you guys are looking out ahead into the future and saying we think
1: people are going to want this? So we do have a few people interested in it, but more like looking at it than purchasing it. But we definitely want to be ready when the real need will come. Hmm. And we are ready today.
0: That is very cool. That is very cool to hear.
2: Yeah. And that's why, we're, I mean, that was your, your question earlier. It's like, we feel the market's bigger than what it is right now, both from like a, a, an individual point of view. And we think like big merchants are right around the corner.
0: Hmm. I think I, and I so we I... need to be ready fast. Yeah, I'm seeing it. I mean, you know, just in the news, I think today we saw that Whole Foods is now accepting Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, I was about to mention that. Actually, if you see Whole Foods accepting Bitcoin in physical stores today, you can expect uh, Amazon to accept Bitcoin in an online store in a few months or years.
0: And it probably won't be long before these businesses see the cost savings from transactions made in Bitcoin versus credit cards. Uh, It's going to be kind of a no-brainer for them to push that on their customers.
2: Especially global businesses operating in different countries and different currencies.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, um, so are there any products that you guys don't see yet um obviously you know we can sit here and dream all day but is there anything that you can think of right now you know in the immediate future that you wish somebody was working on so that you could integrate it into noddle that you haven't seen yet
1: so we we would probably like to see more ideas and products like gotena and uh, laura one based uh, transaction broadcasting devices uh, because, one, w- I mean, with the Blockstream sa- block satellite, we cover the downstream, but the upstream is still challenging. Of, of course, you can send a Bitcoin transaction in a few text messages on the phone. Uh, but we we need something more, like, meshed and peer-to-peer. How
0: likely is it that we could one day see a mesh network of nodal nodes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> It's oh, really fun please. to see all the null
2: nodes on on the network already. That's really fun for us to see. Um, so anything going further would be even better.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, actually, we we invite our users to keep the nodal name in the in the node name in the LND configuration. So if you go to some Lightning Explorer like the Async uh, Explorer, for example, and you type nodo. Of course, you won't, you won't see 100% of the nodal nodes running on the internet because some people don't uh, keep the nodal name, but uh, you will see there are pretty many already, and some of them are pretty big.
0: Yeah, Kido, I saw you were tweeting the other day. Um, uh, what percentage was it that you said uh, that of people on Lightning?
1: uh so i think we passed one percent because the the guys from tftc are 0.7 percent by themselves <laughs> 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 uh that's probably our biggest node and uh yeah it, it's funny to read actually that raspberry pi based nodes can't handle more than 40 50 channels and we have like 250 channels on this tftc node and uh and some other users are pretty close like i one of our early customers had like 170 channels running mm. uh, yeah it's pe- people are actually using this device and this is this is crazy
0: um I think we need to caveat that because the poor guys from TFTC had their uh, their node stolen still on the ups and is apparently still running on tour and the thief is still running the node so unfortunately it's no longer TFTC's node it's uh, some unbeknownst hacker or break-in person
1: yeah i'm not sure if it does if it isn't a joke actually (laughs) just because they switched to full toss or like uh, you know plausible deniability uh, they lost their node in a botting accident
0: well i'm i'm going with uh with the official story on this one we'll Um, ask
2: them when we see them (laughs)
0: yeah yeah they're, they're great guys i like them so, uh, do you guys have any plans in the future to open up um, the 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 software that you've built for the Noddle itself? You know, like the the admin panel and these uh, these one-click um, software solution installations. Do you plan on opening that up, like and integrating it into something like Pierre Richard's Node Launcher and and some some sort of system like that, where people can just one-click install this on their home PC and and run Noddle that way?
1: So, it's pretty much related to the ARM64 architecture, so you you would not be able to run it on a PC even if you got full access to the code. Uh, we, I mean, we are open source in the sense that anyone owning the node can see the source of the node. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not uh, free software in the sense as it doesn't come free, so you, you have to pay for the node to get the, the source code today. Uh, Tomorrow we will release the the code, uh, not on GitHub, or maybe we will... That's a a pending discussion, but uh, currently we believe in self-hosted everything, so we have our own GitLab server. And uh, with version 0.1.0, uh, we will release the the actual current code that you have on your node to the public. And... um, yeah, I mean, to, to run it on a PC, you have to make pretty much a few changes to run it on an Intel architecture and also, uh, depending on the Linux distribution you want to run it on, you have to, to change a few things. But it's, it's something possible, it's doable. I don't know if you would like to go with it, because if you can do that, you can just run the things by yourself so Hmm. i mean my crappy html skills are not so great to to just use it as a standalone product if you if you can install everything yourself
0: yeah i'm sure i'm not bringing up anything you guys haven't thought about you know but there might be people out there that are willing to pay like a monthly fee or a one-time fee to just download a compiled code base and Put it on their own hardware you know that that does work with uh with your software
1: yeah so it, it's definitely something we are looking into and uh, a few great people in the space advised us to to look into it hmm.
0: well i'm excited yeah. to still going back those. and
2: forth with the whole thing really
0: yeah um and so you mentioned earlier that uh, the, two, the two of three multi-sig with Casa, and, and you said that that's obviously something Noddle can't do. Uh, do you think that there may, maybe are some solutions there for us? Uh, did you set up like a multi-sig eventually with Noddle and maybe like a Trezor or something like that?
1: So if you're running Electrum, you can do it with uh, with a few hardware wallets right now. Uh, I mean, as soon as we release the Electrum X uh, server on the Noddle. um uh, but yeah, you, using the nodo itself as one factor of the, the multi-sig uh, is something we are looking into, but we don't have a ready solution for it right now. Hmm. I'm sure people are
0: definitely looking forward to that because that would be a big thing. And I, I think you guys, uh, did you already, I, I might be confusing you with Wasabi, but can I... Actually, this might be a hardware wallet question. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I can actually point my Noddle node to my Trezor and and check the blockchain that way. Do you know?
1: So you can you can connect your Trezor to Electrum and Electrum to the Noddle uh, to not use any uh, any Trezor servers. Hmm.
0: I'm going to have to look into that. I, I have a cold card as well, but I haven't actually really sat down and, and figured out how to use it yet.
2: Well, with, with our uh, setup, just,
1: you can plug anything with Electrum and, and, and do it the right way. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean, with Bitcoin DSU-18, we have this hardware wallet interface support. So in theory, we could do something like you connect your hardware wallet directly to the node, and then you use the Nodo interface to generate a transaction and sign it on your hardware wallet. But that's a lot of UI work. And... Uh, uh, as you probably already understood, UI is not our strong part. Sure.
0: Yeah.
2: plus um, it's a timing thing for everything, because you do everything, you know, yourself and you just can't do it all in a day. Especially sure. when you work half of the day. Yeah. Or the other half of the day.
0: Sure. And I'm sure you guys would love to bring on like a full time UI guy, you know, but uh
1: that, that costs money.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I think we'd uh, like to I bring mean, ourselves full time.
1: <laughs> if and when we are founded, uh, the two first hires for me, except ourselves, will be one UI slash UX guy and one hardware guy. Hmm.
0: Um, so I guess I can circle back to some of the, the earlier things that you mentioned about uh, things that you're looking to integrate into the Noddle. I know you mentioned the BlackStream satellite, which is something that I'm, really excited about and, and always really interested in. And then you mentioned uh, the Samurai mixer and I'm curious what, what made you go with Samurai and not something like Wasabi? Uh,
1: just because Wasabi is .net and it's a pain in the beep to run on the Nodo <laughs> because of the arm architecture. Uh, and uh, Samurai stuff is Java and it just works out of the box. Um, uh, I will pass on the philosophical and personal stuff about these two projects because of what happened on Medium and Twitter recently. But yeah, I mean, it's just overall technically easier to run uh, the Weopo Mixer than Wasabi on the normal.
2: Yeah, that being said, you can actually do both. Like what we used to do up till recently was like, we accept only Bitcoin as payment. Um, all the Bitcoin we got for our, our, our sales of, of Nautil went through Wasabi and we mixed everything. And so if you're getting Bitcoin from us for whatever reason, you're getting like something that was mixed through Wasabi up to now. Now we've actually changed because we're going through Whirlpool, but um, pointing Wasabi to your Nautil was super easy. And fairly soon when everybody gets to, to play with Whirlpool like we're doing right now... Um, you'll see just how fabulous it is. It's just so fast, it, it's nuts, it's really fun. Um, and so we think it's it really has to be part of the box that you have some kind of solution to mix. Eventually when you have it on your mobile wallet and you can do it, um, it'll be even better. Um, and that's a big part of the stack for us. And Whirlpool is really fun. Like, I mean, there, there's been a lot of testing recently, Like. We think
1: it it, it works super well. Yeah, and and since Whirlpool is designed to work with your mobile phone from the beginning, you have this Whirlpool CLI slash API running on some remote device, and you remote control it from your computer or your mobile phone. So it's really designed as a server plus client uh, type of thing, as Wasabi is... uh, desktop application which came to be separated into an agent and desktop part later and it's still not really totally usable as we would like it to be Hmm.
0: well i don't know much about whirlpool but uh you make it sound pretty interesting
1: (laughs) yeah we we are really early in the game and uh we are trying it on testnet for a long time and now we are running our own transactions through the mainnet we are are like part of one of the 30 beta testers on mainnet so
2: and and i think that's going to be really fun when it comes out um just to look at how fast people use it you know i'd like to see the volumes because i'm assuming that um people will get the hang of it really fast and I'd be very happy to see a lot of people running mixes. Well,
0: and and I'm the uninformed. Uh, can you fill me in on what makes Whirlpool different than like a traditional mixing service?
1: Uh, it, it's, uh, I, I think the guys from from somewhere will kill me after hearing this, but uh, it's pretty close to wasabi as is as far as i understand it it's a chomian uh, mixer but the the entropy of the transactions is much better on real than on wasabi when you look at it with an expo like ox city um yeah I, I i'm really not an expert of mixing and uh we, we went pretty late to the to, to to mixing in general yeah that's fair
0: yeah i didn't know if it was like uh completely different uh Different entropy totally makes sense.
1: No, Um, it's it's close, but it's different as how the transactions are built, and they are more careful about many things that that Wasabi is not. Okay. But we, I mean, uh, as I told before, we like to provide users alternatives. So as soon as Wasabi will build and run easily on the node, we'll provide that as well, and uh, we also want to have a joint market on the node. So.
0: That that actually brings up a good point. Um, do you guys want to have, because you, you said that you had plans to implement C-Lightning in addition to L&D. Do you plan on kind of rolling with that theme for all of your services? Like if there's alternatives, you want to eventually get them in the Noddle?
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we want to have uh, BSV and BCH. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to have a Lots plan. of
0: in- wallets. Going to have to pull the interview. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, no. I, I mean, I, I have nothing against, for example, having BTCD if users really ask for it. C Lightning was a strong request from our German user base. Um, for me, it's uh, it's a complicated question. It's very easy to integrate on the Nodo, but it's missing the ecosystem that LND has. Uh, I mean, name one mobile wallet compatible with C Lightning.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, that was my guess. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Well, that's that's about all I got for you guys. Uh, anything else you want to talk about about the noddle uh, that I might have missed that you think the listeners might like to hear about?
2: Well, I guess we're always happy if people, you know, come and, and take a look at the gift lab in log issues, um, or come talk to us on, on our Chan on our on telegram. Um, we'll be traveling quite a bit in the upcoming month. I think we're going to well, Cato Miner is going to Essen at the end of the month. And then we're both going to Munich right after for the, the lightning hack day. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be at the break in Bitcoin conference in Amsterdam beginning of June. And then at the Bitcoin 2019 conference in San Francisco. So anyone who wants to get in touch can come meet us there. And uh, you know, if not, just contact us through through DMs on Twitter or on the on Telegram. But we're gonna try to grow the company. Um, so anybody who's interested, you know, come see us.
1: Yeah, and uh, and after the summer we'll go to Riga, to Prague, to Cluj, and uh, and many other places. So. Just follow us on Twitter and uh, and Telegram and uh, and come to meet us. And I I, I just noted that uh, there was one question asked on Twitter which you didn't ask us, which was about the checklist to be a first class Bitcoin citizen.
0: Sorry, say that again.
1: Then yeah, so, someone asked the question: special. What yeah. is necessary to be a fully uh, conscious first class Bitcoin citizen? Oh yeah, I
0: kind of rolled that into uh like what are what are the best suite of products you know how do you build your personal bitcoin assistant
1: yeah i i I think there's really more more to it than that and uh and part of it is um I think everyone should uh, really learn to use cold storage that's one very important thing mm. like uh, just take an offline computer, generate a wallet, and uh, never. Connected to anything. Uh, run a full node, obviously, is one part. Uh, use Lightning because it's cool. Uh, stack SATs uh, by using applications like the Cache app if you're in the US or Beta if you're in Europe. And one important thing because we are talking a lot about running Tor, but to be have a good tor network you actually need tor relays and uh, not many people are using tor are also tor relays and you have basically no risk on being a relay because nothing comes directly out on the clearnet from your uh, tor node so just yeah just activate the relay mode on your on your tor node and uh, and do it and it's coming soon also to another so you you will be able to be a relay if you have another. Oh, that's great.
0: Thanks for hitting on all that. That's that's all stuff we talk about here all the time. So uh, yeah, run your own full node, cold storage, run lightning, stack stats, play with Tor. I love it. All right. So uh, you guys mentioned your Twitters. Now, (laughs) where go ahead and plug those just so people can find you and I'll put that stuff down in the description. And where can people get their hands on a Noddle?
1: So, the, the, the website is nodo.it, nothing to do with Italia, but it's just because the IT extension is cool. And uh, the, the store is on shop.nodo.it, and uh, the Twitter is Twitter uh, slash nodo underscore IT.
0: And you guys can plug your personal Twitters too if you want. If not, that's fine.
1: Yeah, so I'm at Kito minor uh
2: yeah i'm you try to figure it out i ask you <laughs> but yeah, just come on twitter on the not one or on telegram
0: he's not going to spell it for you you got to figure it out <laughs> yeah good luck with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right guys well i i love this chat i learned a lot uh, i really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and my listeners um that's all i got if you guys have any parting words
2: No, I mean, thanks for having us. We've listened to your pods before. We've liked them. So we're very happy and proud to be here. And, um, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll have more talks in the coming months. So looking forward to it.
1: Likewise. Yeah, thank you for having us. And uh, hope to meet you in person at some conference.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Take care. Welcome back, guys. I hope that you enjoyed that interview. And don't forget, you can check out more about the Noddle or you can buy one for yourself at shop.noddle.it. And that's NODL, that's the way Nautil is spelled. If you guys are enjoying the show, you can find all of our episodes at bitcoinechochamber.com. You can also find more information about the show over there, as well as you can contact me. You can contact me on Twitter at heavilyarmedc, like the letter C, or you can send me an email at bitcoinechochamber at gmail.com. You guys can also find Bitcoin Echo Chamber on pretty much any of your favorite podcast hosting services like Spotify, Podbean, Overcast, Stitcher. And with this episode, I've finally broken 10,000 total views and downloads on the show. Can't thank you guys enough. I just have have a great community of listeners really appreciate it always trying to find new interesting people to bring on the show so if you have some interesting ideas if you like the stuff that i talk about here on the show and you'd like to come on and discuss something with me hit me up so we can chat all right guys that's all i got for this one if i don't see you next week i'll see you again soon